Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Happy week 14, Houdat Nation. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak bringing you the latest from the Caesars Superdome as we get ready for a noon start between the Panthers and Saints. The black and gold trying to snap a three-game skid. Oh, man, Jeff, it's unbelievable to think about. Obviously, the last victory for this team was November A long 5th. time ago. November A 5th. long time ago. More than a month since this team has won a football game. You know, it's three straight losses in a bye week. You know, not, not pleasant. But I know we want to get into that Derek Carr audio this segment. And, you know, just to set that up, you know, uh, Derek Carr was in concussion protocol all week. So we, he would typically talk on Wednesdays. He, you can't talk to the media while you were in the concussion protocol. So by the time he cleared it, you know, that was late in the week, um, he did a he did an interview with Luke Johnson and NOLA.com. We, we got that audio, so we're going to play it for you because I think people might want to hear what Derek had to say. But um, if you just want to get right into that, we can't. Absolutely. Hit it, All right, Derek, uh, I'll start this off. Uh, how are you feeling right now? Uh, I am. I have felt better, but I'm doing great. <laughs> That's for sure. But thank you for asking. You know, obviously, just two concussions in the span of three weeks. Um, so the obvious question here is: there is there any additional concern for you uh, with that in such a short span of time? Either short-term concerns or long-term concerns. I don't really um, have any concerns. I, I did some extra you know, tests and things like that this week, just checking on things and. Our, our doctors and the non-affiliated doctor said everything was perfect. They showed me the results in comparison to things, and, and so I, I, I do not have no worries on that stuff. They didn't feel like the two were even related uh, to one another, and so for me, that's just you know sometimes price doing business, you know, playing football, and so uh, no no concern on that part, uh, you know, long term or short term. And, you know, fully confident that, you know, I can be all right, you know, playing with uh, that part of it. Did the protocol change for you after the second injury? Was the treatment different in any way or was it all just like a you know, self-contained one injury treated all as one thing here? So it was, uh, I, I would say the protocol remained the same. Um, there was a maybe a slightly couple things just because of having two um, that I had to do. But and then the Saints you know, doctors and uh, trainers went above and beyond to take even a few more steps just to make sure, you know, they they knew I was good and I knew I was good and that everyone in the building felt confident uh, about my health being number one just as a man and then uh, being able to accomplish, you know, the job that, you know, that I'm asked to do every, every Sunday. So I appreciated that and, you know, maybe took a little bit, you know, a couple, couple more minutes, a couple more seconds here and there to do some things, but... It's definitely the smart thing to do, and I appreciate them for you know looking out for me that way. 
Uh, and then just going back to last week's game, um, when, when you're getting some of the fan reaction that you got last week, how do you personally handle that? Well, it's not, uh, you, you play this game long enough, it's not the first time, <laughs> you know, so, you know, someone gets upset. And so, uh, you know, I, I completely, you know, uh, am frustrated, you know, with not starting the game off right either. But that immediately changed, you know. We start, you know, throwing it well, running it well. We were very explosive that day. And, the crowd and the dome was rocking and we were scoring and, and all those things. And so, you know, again, that, that stuff happens. It is what it is. And that's a part of sports. But, you know, whether you agree, disagree, any of that kind of stuff doesn't really matter. You know, it's, it's a part of the game sometimes, uh, especially when it, you know, when you're, when you're losing a football game the way we were losing a football game. But I was proud of the way that we fought back and, you know, turn those turn those things into like some loud cheers, um, and just wish I could have you know finished that game off because I really believe we could have won that game. And offensively, why do you think why do you think things started to click for you all before your injury? Uh, well, you know, uh, we we had a great game plan. You know, you know, we ran we ran one play and the ball ended up in their hands, and no one ever planned on that happening. Especially even when I threw it, I didn't think that that was going to happen. You know, and stuff happens. You know, balls get tipped up, all that kind of stuff, and. Uh, but we never lost confidence in the next drive. We knew that we had a great plan. We, we, we were seeing the things we wanted to see. And so sometimes, you know, it, it takes a second for those plays to start clicking and for, for us to start executing at a, at a high level. Um, and, and we started doing that. And, you know, thankfully we did because if it kept going the other way, it would have been a really rough day. But, you know, we were able to get going. Uh, but we want to make sure that you know, if we start fast, you know, we don't have to worry about all that other stuff happening, you know. And then last thing I have for you, Derek, is uh, are you comfortable with uh, the amount you were able to prepare this week, just given everything that you had to do uh, to clear the protocol and to recover from the injuries you sustained last week? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I've been, you know, there's a few more hours, you know, maybe, uh, you know, into the day. But, you know, those are the sacrifices you make, especially this late in the year. Everybody's dealing with stuff. Everyone's got a broken something or dealing with this or dealing with that. I, you know, I got my treatment. I did my protocol stuff, but I also, you know, most importantly, made sure that you know I did everything I needed to do to accomplish my job. And you know, I will never. You know, I always believe to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. And I, I, I'm never going to give anything less than my best. So the preparation, all that, uh, the work will get done. Maybe I get done a little later than usual, but you know, whatever it takes, you got to get the work done. That's audio from Saints quarterback Derek Carr. Appreciate Luke Johnson from the Times-Picayune slash Advocate sharing that audio with us from his pool report with Carr. Uh, some pretty telling stuff, I think. You know, obviously hearing Derek not doing great right now, but good enough to play today. Yeah, I think when he's saying that, it's it's like the rib. And, you know, we I think Ian Rappaport reported that it's, you know, a fractured cartilage or something like that. Definitely makes it sound a lot worse, yeah. Yeah, it sounds probably worse than it, than in the reality of, like, what most NFL players are going through on a week-to-week <laughs> basis, right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's probably what he's referring to when he says he's felt better. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, we've done, done the concussion protocol thing enough times now, and I think we've said it enough times. Like, the Saints don't have any control 
over whether someone clears the protocol and how long it takes. It's unaffiliated doctors. So they, you know, it's like the, there's no, there's no, they can't like put a thumb on the scale and make sure this happens more quickly. It's, it's got to be that. Um, and so I don't think, you know, if there was concern over, over Derek uh, in terms of his, his brain, um, I don't think he'd be playing. And so you kind of go forward. But I think it's going to be incumbent upon the offensive line to block and also on Derek to get the ball out. You know, he can't be holding the ball um, like just forever and forever and forever and just trying to wait for somebody to come open. You got to make quick reads. You got to get the ball out. And this offensive line is going to come after you. You know, Brian Burns is going to be trying to put you on your back, obviously. And, you know, Derek Brown's another really good player. And so, you know, it, it's like it, the injuries are one thing, but it's like taking massive hits are going to get you hurt. <laughs> you know, like that's just what happens. That's how it works. And see, it's on the quarterback to, to avoid those. It's on the offensive line to make sure they don't happen. Want to hear from you, Who that Nation, on our Oakland Hard Jewelers, uh, o- Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870. Want to thank the good folks at Magazine Pizza as well for feeding our in-studio Saints game day crew. Magazine Pizza, that's 1068 Magazine. Dine-in or delivery, the best gourmet pizza selection in town. Magazine Pizza also has pasta, sandwiches, wings, and salads. Just make sure you go check them all out at go to Magazine Pizza. We're going to take a break here on First Take. When we get back, more from our Saints sound bank right here on First Take, WWL Saints Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back into First Take, the Oakland Heart Jewelers Rolex time check. Two hours, 36 minutes till a noon kickoff. Here in the Caesar Superdome, the Saints looking to snap that three-game skid hosting the pesky Panthers. 
court. Just 1-11 on the season. Carolina winless on the road. Let's keep it that way. We heard from Saints quarterback Derek Carr as he's getting ready for this matchup, clearing the concussion protocol. Hopefully a guy on that offensive line that protects his quarterback, James Hurst. Let's hear what the veteran had to say in the locker room this week. At the highest level, you know there's good and bad and huge swings. You were here for a lot of the really good years right when you first got here. Yep. Just how uncomfortable or just maybe out of character is to hear fans boom yeah. the quarterback of the New Orleans. Yeah, it's really tough. It's unfortunate. Um, you know, and, you know, people say that, you know, they're booing the quarterback, which, you know, I, I guess I can't argue that. But as, you know, being on the offense, you know, that really feels like it falls on everyone's shoulders. Obviously, Derek's going to get that attention because, you know, he's got the ball every play. And, um, you know, he's the, the franchise guy, as he, as he should be. And um, But I think we feel that, uh, you know, as an offensive line, um, you know, talk, talking to AK, it's like, we understand that, you know, the responsibility and success of the offense is not just Derek. Like, we got to keep keep a clean pocket. Um, you know, guys got to make plays when they're open. Um, you know, hit the hit the runs when they're open, and and uh, it's all got to come together. It takes 11 guys on offense to to make it work and score points. And right now, we're not doing that. So, you know, those boos, um, you know, why they might have been on Derek, we all feel like those falls on our shoulders too. They're all must win. But you're playing a one in 11 team. You guys are smart enough to know you're playing. Does it feel like even more of a must win? Yeah, um, I definitely would agree with that. I mean, every game feels like, a, in a sense, a playoff game, right? It's not a losing go home, but it's definitely, man, the importance of these games um, and the you know, losing streak that we've had right now, uh, we have to come out of it. And, yeah, it's a, it's a huge division game. Division games count for, you know, one and a half or two games, however you uh, write that out. But uh, it's, it's a huge game, and, and we know it's going to be a close one because you know, we played in week two, and it was a tight game, really the whole game. So uh, we know what kind of game it's going to be. It's going to be physical. Uh, gritty game and it's going to be four quarters like like most NFL games are. Another one in 11 but I, I think defensively they got a really good defense. I think yeah. that doesn't get talked about a lot. Do you guys see that? Oh yeah, yeah definitely so. Um, you know the two guys that you really look at up front, Derek Brown and Brian Burns, two two players that are at the top of their position in the league um, and they're young so they're going to be around for a while and then uh, you know they're back in. I think their their past defense stats are, are really really highly ranked and uh, they got a good coach over there a good uh, guy that's really getting them in the right schemes and making it difficult on people and uh, you're going to have to earn it. You know it's not a team we're going to go out and they're going to give up big plays and you know you might get a three or four play touchdown drive that's not what it's going to be and we know it's going to be you know 10, 11, 12 plays to get down there and then when we get down the red zone um, like we did this past week, you got to score touchdowns. That's that's a huge difference for us. It's something we've seen so many times this year as our red zone touchdown percentage is often directly in line with the outcome of the game. Saints offensive lineman James Hurst speaking there, and you kind of heard him talk a little about, you know, the crowd booing Derek Carr yeah. and – Obviously, he's got to feel a little bit bad on that one, too. He was uh, in an unfortunate situation, knocking the ball out, uh, helping cause a weird fumble for this team. And when things go wrong, things really go wrong. One of the weirdest fumbles yeah. I've ever seen. At a moment where the Saints had all the momentum possible, you know, they got the ball back down six. They had, made, they had scored on long touchdowns in their last two drives and then just bank. And it came out. But, you know, I think what he said, you know, I went, I had a long rant on our podcast this week, Inside Black and Gold. And, um, you know, I, I, I tweeted something similar to this. There's, like, I think to an extent, you know, people think they're, they're booing Derek Carr and they're making a statement. And it's like, you are. You are doing that. And, and what, but what you need to understand is, it's like you're affecting everybody. You're not just booing Derek Carr. You're booing the offense. And the entire offense feels that. And so, I mean, you can boo if you want. 
but like don't fool yourself into thinking that's like I'm only <laughs> affecting that guy. It's like you're affecting everybody, and James said it right there. I also think like the car bashing has gotten to a point where it's reached a complex level for some people. Like it's like this guy could do anything, and you would find a reason to be angry and yell and and. Yeah, I get it. I get why you're upset. Well, like it's, you, you mentioned earlier, too, a lot. When, when he got hurt, he was having a heck of a game. He was playing well. <laughs> right. Like, he probably had his best game in, in Saints uniform. But you you would never know that based right. on the response. And, and I get it. Like, you, you get paid to do a job. you gotta be you got to be better than you've been. Um, it's just – And a 21 nothing hole with what's eight minutes into a game can make fans a little uneasy. There's no balance <laughs> here. There, it's, it's all one or all the other. Yeah. And, and, I mean, like, you look at that game and, like, yeah, like, the, the quarterback didn't have a good first quarter, right? Like, he, he struggled. But there's a certain point where you look at it and you're like, all the quarterback had done was throw one on-target pass to his tight end. He got the ball back down 14 nothing. How is that? I mean, what, what exactly are you supposed to do? What are you doing right there? You know, yeah, I and, hear you. You know, you allowed 67 rushing yards on the first two drives of the game. There's a lot going on. Anyway, but I do think, you know, there's another Jimmy that, you know, we talked to Jimmy Hurst. Yes. Now I think that uh, we have another Jimmy who's the waiting The king himself. of segues, yeah. Jeff Nowak. Thank you. <laughs> uh, checking in our Oakwood Heart Jewelers talking text line. Yeah, Jimmy and Gretna, are you heading to the game today, Jimmy? What you got for us? Hey, how y'all doing? Look, it's a little cold outside. Look, first <laughs> off, congratulations, Jaden Daniels. The Heisman Trophy. Hopefully, we could see him in a black and gold jersey next year. That's the only good thing. If we lose games, maybe we can move up in the draft order and get a guy like that. And look, I know Derek Carr's got the big contract. My question to you, and I am going to the game, by the way. I did get a hall pass for my wife. All right, that's my Christmas gift. A little <laughs> early gift. I'm going to get to see uh, see the Panthers. You know, they've won one game, right? So let me ask y'all a question. We're at this point right now as a fan base, like you said, people are booing. Alvin Kamara is talking about it. Derek Carr knows about it. He's trying to be a trooper. We're stuck with his contract, at least through next year. I'm sorry, guys. He's going to be our quarterback this year and next year, even if Dennis Allen gets fired. I know about the guy. He's given out the free fire Dennis Allen shirts today at the game, 500 free shirts. We heard the stories about all that stuff. My question to you guys is this. Do we lose out? And hope for the best and force a, an, a termination of Dennis Allen. You got one side of the uh, coin saying that, right? We got to right. lose to ensure that Gail Benson, who's nice to everybody, doesn't want to fire any of her friends, make sure that she fires Dennis Allen. Uh, you got $15 tickets on the secondary mark right now that the stadium might be half empty. I don't know. My point is this. Do we tank, not show up, wear the fire Dennis Allen shirt, and do all that? Or do we... Strap it up, play to win, and what are our real chances at making a run for the playoffs? Because I don't see us beating the Rams, but I still think we could win out. And I do think we could beat the Falcons in the last game at home. So, I mean, what are our realistic playoff chances right now? Thank you, Jimmy. Thanks for the call, Jimmy. Yeah, no, I mean, it, I, you, you, I don't think that this team is it, – it's really what the fans want versus what the team is going to do are two completely different things. You know, if you want to root for the team to lose, that's on you. You know, I, I think that there is a segment that's going to do that, but I also think there's a segment that's like, hey, I want to watch fun – I want to have fun watching a football game, and, you know, that doesn't happen unless you win. So you kind of look at it and you say, okay – you look at it one week at a time, you can only win one week, one game per week, right? And this week you have a 1-11 team on the other side of the field. And you right, I can't like, even worry about the Rams right now. Right, you worry about the Rams when you get there. And, yes, that's going to be a tough game to win. You're going across country to play Thursday night football. But before you get to the Rams, you have the Giants. And so I think what you look at right now is like you've got to go 2-0 and the next two weeks, right? You've got to go 1-0 and this week, 1-0 and next week, and then you give yourself a chance, 
right? All you can do is beat the bad teams on your schedule and then try to go beat, you know, a team that's 6-6 six and six is probably, you know, right in the middle of the pack. I think the Rams and Saints are in a similar scenario right now in terms of, you know. What are your tougher adversaries, though, this season for sure, even yeah. though they are 6-6? Six and six. Yeah, and so, you know, they, they pass the ball really well. You know, I think they're, you could potentially get Marshawn Lattimore back for that matchup, right? I, don't, I doubt that you will, but there's a potential. Like, that's the first game he would be eligible to return. Um, and I think if you go into that game, you, if you can find a way to win your next two games, which you should, right? You go beat the Panthers today and you beat, you know, Tommy DeVito, you know, the, the hey, yo. yeah, <laughs> so am I a clown to you? Uh, but, uh, yeah. And I think that's where you go, but you know, I'm not going to give you odds on it. Um, it's you, you, you have a chance, right? Like you, you can go out and win your games and be the team that you expect it to be. And if you can do that, then yeah, you have a chance to make the playoffs and, the key is to get to that Rams game at seven and seven, and you give yourself a chance to finish the season nine and eight, ten and seven, and and it, you know not a lot of ten and seven teams miss the playoffs, right? So even if the Falcons got to that point and technically won the or technically won the division because you both finished with the same record, um, it it's not a situation that you should feel like they don't have a chance unless they win the division. But you have to go win games. And the problem is right now, and I don't blame anyone for not feeling like that's something this team can do because they haven't done it. They haven't won in a month. Right. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to be the hopeless optimist. I'm, not a, I don't, I'm never going to be the negative person who tells you that you should go and, and, and boo in the first quarter and root for your team to lose. But, you know, I, I, this team has not given anyone any, a ton of reason to, to buck that right now. I can guarantee, too, Jeff, and, and, and you, know, you know this, too, obviously, the players and the coaches, the last thing they're thinking about is draft positioning for, you know, 2024 right now. They, they want to win a game, obviously, right. not, not only for themselves, but to keep their jobs. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the notion that, the, you know, you hear some players, you know, people saying that this team's given up on Coach Dennis Allen. It's complete nonsense. I know we had uh, even... Uh, Mickey Loomis addressed that issue, yes, uh, but but to me, yeah, to, if you wouldn't go down twenty-one nothing in a game last week and have this team fight all the way back, granted it didn't turn out the way you want it to be, but you still saw the fight in this ball club and someone that hasn't given up, uh, someone has, that has given up doesn't perform like that. Yeah, I think like the people are confusing coming out flat right. with quitting, and like <laughs> they're both problems. But but what's happening is this the team has been coming been out problem. flat. Right, and so how do you fix that? And I don't know. I don't know how you fix that. But that was the story of last week. It was not a team quitting. You you, you came back. You fought back. You should have won that game, you know. And uh, it, it's it's about you know you can't come out and allow a team to run the ball down your throat, you know. That, like you look at the rushing yardage, and the Lions are one of the top rushing teams in the NFL. They might be the best team, you know, independent of the numbers. They might be just in terms of running the ball, the best team in the NFL. They don't have a mobile quarterback. It is all the traditional run game. They ran for 67 yards in the first two drives of that game. They ran for 70-something, 75 over the last, you know, 23 rushes of that game. So you allowed nine yards per rush in the first two drives of the game. You allowed three over the final three quarters of the game plus. So it's like that's where, – where is that defense on the first drive, <laughs> right? You need, to, you, have, you need to have that second-half defense in the first half. And, and we talked to DeMario earlier this season. He said he doesn't think it's a story of coming out slow, but it's like – you know, you can say it's not the story, but, you know, everyone's reading the same book here. And we can all see that the first, the, the start of the game, the defense is not the same as it is at the end of the game. Uh, and so you, I don't know how you fix that, but it's, it's more than just a mentality thing. It's like you've got to come out with a, with a goal, with a mission and prove it.
uh, going into every week, we love to get Deuce McAllister, Saints radio color analyst, keys to the game in a matchup. And for Deuce, this one, he made it pretty short and sweet on what he needs to see from this black and gold squad in order to escape from a victory. Cullen, hit it. Red zone touchdowns and win the turnover battle. You got to tackle. Who that nation? We need you. There it is from Deuce. Pretty, pretty plain and simple. That was plain and simple. Yeah, his, his key's right there. Didn't need to go on. Uh, but, yeah, the, I thought, you know, he mentioned the tackling there, and that's some, an issue. Tackling's been a problem. Yeah, that's been so bad uh, of late recently. And I, I don't know, it's, you know, guys just, you know, getting out of their scheme or trying to do too much kind of thing. But it's been it's been really noticeable, unfortunately. Yeah, particularly last week. I mean, I, I, like there might have been – you could count on one hand the times that the first guy to the ball got the ball carrier down. You know, and that's never been an issue. You know, it's not something that you look at the Saints team Typically in the past of, right. and said, man, the, this team can't tackle. Um, and, and, that, and that's the difference between, you know, a tackle for loss, right, a, you know, a second and 12 and a second and seven. Like that's a very different situation. And it's like you won't see it in the stat sheet because it's just like, well, they, you know, they only allowed two yards on first down. It's like, yeah, but it's really a five-yard gain from where it should have been stopped. And that changes the dynamic of drives, right? When you can get a team behind the chains, that's when the Saints defense had success against the Lions is when they made a stop on first down and they forced that second and long instead of a second and medium. Because a running team wants to be in second and medium because then they can create third and short. Right, like they want to be, they want to be ahead of the chains, and when you get them behind the chains, it forces them to adjust. What I will say is, you know, that the end of the game. It's funny because the, the end of the last two games, you've seen a team salt the clock away and really not give the Saints a chance to to bounce back, to, or to to fight back. But it happened in two very different ways, right? Like against the Falcons, you could not stop the run. Against the Lions, you did stop the run, and this was a team that was willing to throw on third down in that situation. They did it twice, and they got it both times. And so it's like you can't lose both ways. You've got you to have a strength as a defense. And right now, what is that strength? It was forcing turnovers. But, right. you, know, you know, there's the Vikings game you didn't force a turnover. The Lions game you didn't force a turnover. And it's like when you, you have to be able to, to be consistent, independent of that. Um, you know, you had five, like you look at the turnover numbers and it looks good, but it's like, yeah, you had five against the Bears. That'll make a, you know, you average out those three games. You still have two turnovers, but it only happened in one game. Right, and so that's that's where you look at it, and I, I agree. Red zone efficiency, which the Saints were four for four, they I think they they kind of looked at it and said, you know what, when we get inside the five, we are a very efficient offense, and they were able to get inside the five on all four of their, well, I'm sorry, on three of their red zone touchdowns. The other one was a touchdown from the six, and I think that is kind of a good coaching point of like, yes, when we're running offense, you know, the game against the Jags, they were they threw the ball four times and they were incomplete four times. You know where they threw it from? The six. Yeah. They had an opportunity to run the ball and get it close to the goal line. They didn't do it. You know, against the, against the Texans, they were throwing from the 20. You know, and, and I think that's where, you know, when you're an inefficient red zone offense, you have to identify where you're being inefficient from and adjust it. Like, there are plays you can run where it's like, yeah, we just want to get this ball down inside the five. How do you do that? How do you, you know, and so I think it's a way that you have to kind of adjust your offense in, in those situations, adjust your reads and adjust your route depth and figure out where you're going with it. It can't all be throws into the, end, into the end zone. I think that's what the Saints did well last week in the red zone. I'm hoping that it's not just a product of the Lions being a very, very bad red zone defense, which they are, and it's a sign that you're kind of figuring some things out. I think it was a sign of the usage of Jimmy Graham. I know a lot of folks were excited to see uh, number 80 back in action, even though it was still very limited. But when he was on the field, boom, you get into the end zone. Uh, and that's interesting today looking at it from – 
the Saints roster and injury standpoint, yeah. obviously Taysom Hill a bit banged up, not expected to go. I think we're, we're you know, we heard from uh, NFL Network analyst, was it Tom Pelissero putting that out Chapter there earlier? Two, yeah. Okay. It sounds like, yeah. And then Juwan Johnson also was limited in practice this week dealing with some injuries. So uh, Foster Murrow and Jimmy Graham are healthy options, at least at the tight end position going into this game. Yeah, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, I think I said this last week, and like one of the reasons that <clears throat> you look at Jimmy Graham and you, it's like there was a lot of a lot of weeks this season where you were healthy, and you didn't have a situation where you know you have seven inactive players and they're all hurt, right? Now, you're getting into that scenario now where yeah. a lot of your inactive players are injured players, and so you don't have to make that decision of like, okay, do we need this guy or do we need this guy? And when you're talking about someone who doesn't play special teams and has a very limited package. It's like you have to make someone inactive, and who's it going to be? And, and I think he ended up on the wrong side of that a lot of weeks because you have the tight ends. You have Taysom Hill, you have Juwan Johnson, you have Foster Morrow. Without Taysom Hill, I think obviously Jimmy is a part of this offense. And when you didn't have Juwan Johnson earlier this season, Jimmy was active. He was active, I think, the first seven weeks, and Juwan was dealing with injuries. So, you know, whether – and, and there's two questions there. It's being active and it's being used. And even when he was active earlier in the season, he had two targets. So, you know, I, I think that when you're talking about a team that needs to be better in the red zone, that's what it is. Jeff, looking at the Twitter sphere, or if you want to say X, the Saints putting <laughs> out that Alvin Kamara arriving to the Superdome today. Yeah, and, uh, the lights flashing. Uh, you see the uh, pinstriping all over it, uh, promoting his NASCAR team, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully we see more of Alvin Kamara's speediness on display come game time against the Panthers. But uh, really do love this crossover of a guy like AK and NASCAR, something you really wouldn't even really imagine or think of together. Yeah, and it's Corvette. Just okay. to be clear, it's not a Camaro, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, it should be. Camaro in a bed. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah, know, Alvin, you know, it, Alvin is a character. Alvin is always, you know, it, it, you almost feel bad in terms of, you know, Alvin – Every week, it feels like he's just trying to, like, drag this offense to where it needs to be. And he can only drag right. it so far. And it's just like you look at it, it's like, well, he's been consistent. He has been available every week since week three. I don't even know if he's appeared on an injury report. He's just been consistent and a weapon. And he's been used. I mean, I think he still leads the NFL in, in receptions for a running back. And he's missed three games. So, I mean, he's been a major part of this offense. And they just need to make it work around him. Um, and here's the thing. Without Taysom Hill – you know, he's got to be a huge part of today's offensive plan. You don't really have an, an alternative. No, to me, obviously, yeah, those are your main offensive weapons. And with Hill out the mix, you're definitely going to lead on AK a heck of a lot more. Yeah, and you're going you're gonna to need to get him the ball in the passing game. I don't want to see him involved on screens. You really haven't seen a lot of effective screens run. It's got to happen. You need it. Um, and so that's that's what I'm hoping to see. Can we see maybe AK line up in a wildcat like Taysom does? I know it he's, we, he's been dying to throw the ball. He's been the emergency quarterback. Yeah, I don't think he's going to throw a ball, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if you see some wildcat snaps for him, uh, for sure. Uh, we're getting ready to get into the Bud Light countdown to kickoff coming up 10 a.m. right here on WWL Saints Radio with more first take, though. We'll be back after this break here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome in to First Take. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak getting you ready for the noon start in the Caesar Superdome between the Saints and the Panthers coming up at 10 o'clock. Bud Light countdown to kickoff with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Definitely don't want to miss his opening remarks coming into this game. Uh, Jeff, a tough game, obviously, because it is a division. You don't want to look at records. Uh, but also oh, I want to look at records. <laughs> in the NFC South today, uh, Falcons and Tampa. So it's yeah. uh, two intra-division matchups uh, we'll be keeping an eye on in both noon starts so something that we'll have to be scoreboard watching with that other game yeah and I, you know I was going back and forth on whether I want the Falcons to win or the Bucks to win because uh, I mean that's always the question right um, can we tie can we, I think can we, yeah tie would be good we right? like that can, one can we get a tie I think you do want the Bucks to win because I think that it, that is important right like you want to create a situation where you can you can win the rest of your like that's the worst feeling I think that's very demoralizing when you look at it and you say oh we could go five and zero oh and still miss the playoffs right we need this and that for right. we need help right. we don't and want so that it's like whether you can do that or not is is a completely different question from whether the idea of we can control what happens by winning games when you can't say that I think it changes a lot and I think so if you're rooting for anything you want to root for the Bucks to win you want everyone to be six and seven by the time you know the next week rolls around um Either, the other question I have is, you know, it's a Saints are favored, but I think the line is six now at home. It has home. moved up to six, I right? Want, I, one person texted me and asked, you know, if we could talk about that because they called me a coward. Talk about this, you coward. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, I, I think one thing, I think it tells you a lot about where the Panthers are, that the Saints are six. They were five, they were, they were five point favorite. All right. ESPN has it moved down now to five and a well, half. Well, that's what it opened at. It opened at five okay, and a so half. It's back I think at it's five and a half. And I mean, people putting money on the Saints, <laughs> right? Like that's kind of, that's the wild thing in terms of last week, the Lions were five, five and a half point favorites or whatever you want to say. And, you know, they ended up winning by five. And you know, there's something about those lines. They, they know, they know what they're doing when those they Those odds them. makers are pretty good. Um, but I, you know, I, I would have a hard time taking the, taking the Saints with the points today. I, I think they probably win, right? Like I think they, but I, I have a feeling you're going to see another kind of grinded-out game, and it's not going to give people a lot of confidence. Uh, but that's just kind of how it feels. It's like it's hard to envision this team going out and winning by two scores. 
you know, maybe they win by a touchdown. Maybe it's like the Bears game. But that's a narrow margin uh, if you're trying to make some money on it. So I, I, you know, I'd stay away from it personally. Anytime I see a home underdog with that needs to win, or I'm sorry, a home team that's played poorly at home that needs to win by a touchdown to cover, I'm not betting that game. If you, if you are compelled to bet on that game, you know, I'm probably betting the over or the under. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, <laughs> you know? it's hard to trust, obviously, the Saints right now and what this offense is going to put up. Right, and the, Saints, the Panthers have a good defense. I think it's going to be a rock fight, right, to, to an extent, <laughs> you know, and that's what, the, that's what the Panthers have done to teams all year, right? Like, I think, I, I think that's kind of how their, their formula is, and their offense just hasn't been able to do much. Um, they have to run the ball to have success, and they have done that intermittently. Right. The only th- the thing you, the, the thing you could say about the Panthers is, you know, when you typically when you're looking at a one eleven team that they're the best thing that can happen to them is to get the number one overall pick. Right. And so there you might not <laughs> see a representative effort. You might not see a team that is putting their best foot forward in terms of trying to win games, whether you want to call that tanking or not. That's on you. Um, that's the most diplomatic way I can put that. You're not going to see that with the Panthers. No, Panthers don't have that pick. Teams don't do that just to make their second-round pick the best <laughs> pick in the NFL. If anything, you want to, you know, just in the sense of teams, I, I don't know, I can't remember the last time a team gave away the number one overall pick. It just doesn't happen. Right. And so you're not going to see a Panthers team incentivized to try to go get that pick. So, you know, like it, it does make it a little bit more in terms of, okay, you're going to have to go out and win this game. They're not going to roll over and show you their belly. <laughs> Um, but, you know, it's, can the Saints take advantage of that? That's the question. Because I thought the Bears were trying to do that, and they, they didn't take much advantage of that. Weird, quirky factoid about this matchup, Jeff. This is now the fourth straight game against the Panthers where the Saints will be facing a different head coach. Wow. <laughs> that, is, that is something. So who is it? Steve Wilkes, Matt Rule, uh, Frank Reich, right. and now I got Greg, Greg Cabot. What was his name? Greg Tabor? Tabor, there you go. Chris, Chris Tabor. Tabor. Chris Tabor, man. There we got it. Hey. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the special teams coach of the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's something. I, yeah. uh, we'll be back with more first take right after this. Closing things out as we get closer to the Bud Light countdown, the kickoff with the Cajun Cannon coming in right here on WWL Saints Radio. Come back into first take. We are closing things out as the Bud Light countdown, the kickoff with the Cajun Cannon. Bobby Bear rapidly approaching. Fans, fans, don't forget, you can meet up with the Cajun Cannon before the game. Join us here for the Bud Light Countdown and the kickoff live inside the Dome. Gate B, Loge level. You can look for me, me, Bobby, and Team WWL in the atrium. That is all presented by Craig's Electrical Generator Service. Uh, now, this is the time we kind of get into our predictions and X factors for the game. Uh, Jeff, a 1-11 ball club right now coming in with the Carolina Panthers. Even though things have been brutal over there with, you know, the head coach turnover, there seems to be a lot of strife with the owner and just overall a lot of nonsense that they're dealing with in-house. The product on the field hasn't been very good either. Bryce Young, someone we've seen getting sacked a ton this year, kind of joke about the rookie being shell-shocked already. Well, I'm hoping the Saints defense can up that pass rush and add to that shell shocking because, man, we just haven't been hitting home on the quarterback of late. Yeah, I know. It's funny because you look at, around the Saints and, you know, it's it, it, one of the reasons that it feels different is, like, if the Saints were in the NFC West, how loud would it be? Like, how, how much worse would it feel? Like, one of the reasons the Saints feel like they're in a much better position than they probably are uh, is because the Panthers exist, right? <laughs> and it's like, wow, we're not, we're not that. But, like, man. Um, but yeah, I mean the Panthers. Yeah, I I can't even imagine. 
how how the fan like there's a certain point where the fans just stop caring yeah and that's the worst point that's where you don't want it. like like when they're angry it's like well at least they care they kind of were like that last year at least for me when i visit i don't know how it was your trip to carolina but i went very cordial they're like welcome we expect to fully lose this game and i was like wow okay well that was early in the season right so that was a little different uh in terms of you know there was still excitement there they were 0-1 <laughs> but like ah there's so much in front of us we, and now they don't even have their head coach uh, yeah, it's a rough. It's a rough scene, but again, it's like that. That makes them dangerous. <laughs> if they go to the Saints specifically, because if they come in here and win a oh, game, right, uh, all bets are off uh, for this coaching staff, for you know whoever you want to look at. Um, so that's what the Saints have to figure out. I think they. I think they get it done today. Um, but yeah, that's this is a dangerous game. Keep your head. Keep your head on a swivel on that sideline. We yes. don't need any unfortunate events like we did last week. That's true. Uh, I'm Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak. Thanks for staying tuned here to First Take. Coming up next right here on WWL is the Bud Light Countdown to Kickoff. We'll be right back with more. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 